everybody, this is Sensei Anthony with The Real Karate Podcast coming to you on Wednesday, March the 15th, I think it is, something like that. Anyway, let's just jump right into today's topic. Today's topic is steroid use in the martial arts. Now, some of you guys are thinking immediately about the Olympics or high-level competition, maybe between boxers or wrestlers or even um, judo players, right? But that's not necessarily what I want to focus on. I want to focus on the use of steroids and martial arts in a non-competitive context and the recent admission of use that's coming out of the Brazilian jiu-jitsu world. Now, me personally, I think that the entire premise of the martial arts for most people is to be able to defend yourself even if you're giving up strength, height, weight, etc. Matter of fact, that's why people, I believe, flocked to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's because on TV, they got to see a physically unassuming martial arts fighter overcome larger, skilled opponents without even taking a punch. So that underlying concept is really important in the mind for most people. Now, me personally, I don't condone steroid use in general because I think that the unhealthy manipulation of the body through chemicals is just not a good idea in the long run. Some of you are going to come at me all upset talking about the difference between steroid use and steroid abuse. And I'm not going to get into that argument with you right now. Some of you are going to talk about your uh, testosterone replacement therapy and all of these other things which can be prescribed by a doctor for the sake of compensating for things like hypogonadism and other medical conditions. Great, fine, that's all above board. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about if you are a martial artist, how do you feel about steroid use? Now, me personally... I think that using steroids is cheating, even if you're not competing, because you are looking to achieve results that you would not be able to regularly achieve through reasonable hard work, nutrition, rest, hydration, etc. So for me, it's like taking a shortcut, right? It's like people who take these learn self-defense skills and three easy lessons kind of things. I think the idea is that they're trying to undercut what it really takes to become good at something, which is knowing when to rest, knowing when to push more, knowing when to push yourself further. I think that steroid complicates those things because even if you're not taking steroids for muscle mass or strength, it just allows you to recover in an unnatural way. Uh, Recently, Donald Cerrone, he is retired from mixed martial arts, as many of you know. And he talked about how he feels like he's 20 again. Like he could just train and train and train and train and train. That's kind of a weird thing because age is undefeated. Age comes for everybody. And part of the appeal to martial arts is in overcoming your normal boundaries through hard work and discipline, not through pharmaceutical enhancement. So if you're in the Olympics... Again, or any sport of competition, I do not condone the use of performance-enhancing 
chemicals, drugs, or anything like that because it provides an unfair advantage. That being said, I do understand why people do it. If you say that you don't understand why, let me ask you this. In 2023, who's the fastest man in the world as of the last Olympics? Usain Bolt, right? Who is the silver and bronze medalist in that same race? Exactly. If you are not an avid follower of track and field, you have no idea that there is someone on this earth where there's only one or two people out of 8 billion that can run faster than they can. And the difference between those three individuals from the fastest to the slowest, relatively speaking, is less than a second. So Usain Bolt is getting endorsements and deals and all of this stuff for being the fastest human ever to live. And I'm not accusing him of taking steroids. I'm just giving an example. And there are two other people that are almost as fast that nobody's ever heard of. They'll get no deals, no Gatorade, no Wheaties, no Coke, no nothing. That's why people in the professional world take steroids. In boxing, at the Olympic trials, or whatever level of competition you may be, there are some people willing to forego uh, the normal route because of the fame, fortune, glory, and money that can be made as a top-level professional in your combat sport uh, realm. But all that being understood, let's jump into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, right? At an amateur level, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, excuse me, at the Abu Dhabi level, at the pro level of submission grappling, steroids are allowed. Right now, Gordon Ryan is the top dog, and he admits to using steroids. And anybody who looks at him and has an understanding of things know that he is clearly using steroids. Now, the funny thing about that is it is legal to use steroids at pro-level competitions in submission grappling and in jiu-jitsu. Excuse me, in submission grappling as a professional but it's illegal in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu competitions as an amateur, which seems a bit strange to me. It should be illegal for both, but it is what it is. To me, you cannot call yourself the king, the queen, the champion, the winner, the most skilled if you're using chemical enhancement to achieve that goal. And that is not to say that he's not incredibly skilled. Of course he is. But what it means is for someone who's taking steroids, they're able to train at a rate and at an intensity that cannot be sustained by people who are not taking steroids. Think about it this way. If you are a brand new blue belt going against a seasoned blue belt, it can be two or three years difference in between your experience levels. And it's just not the same. For people that are training hard, eating nutritiously, working on their technique, if you have someone who's doing all of those things, plus using chemical enhancement, eight times out of 10, you just can't compete at that level. Because people who say that size and strength don't matter are lying and they've never been in a real fight. It is not to say that the larger person is going to win or that size in and of itself dictates or means that 
It doesn't mean that the person is going to win just off top because they're bigger and stronger. But amongst skilled professionals, steroids absolutely make a difference. And anyone who doesn't think so has never been involved in a combat sport or any real athletic endeavor. There are levels to this, which is why the use of steroids is illegal. So when people say that they are the best at something, but they achieved it through steroid use, whether legal or not, I can't consider those people the best. And thus far, for example, it's okay in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Karate combat is a karate competition where now karate athletes can be paid for their money, but there have not been any people getting busted for steroid use there. And granted, it's a young professional sport now, but up to this point, nobody's been busted for steroids. And I'm thinking that that's probably because there is a philosophical difference between most people that do karate and most people that do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Karateka consider themselves martial artists most of the time, and most people that do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu don't consider themselves martial artists. They'll say, oh, I don't do that martial arts stuff. I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I've literally heard people say this many times over the years. So I think there may be a perception that being a combat sport athlete in and of itself does not make you a martial artist. And I personally am 100% in agreement with that, which is why I think that steroid use is not frowned upon in certain levels and in certain martial arts, but it's completely frowned upon from the traditional martial art aspect. So what do you guys think? Steroids in the martial arts. I think it's cheating whether you are in a sport where it's allowed or not, not because you're doing something dirty if it's allowed, but because you are cheating someone else who is not using performance enhancers. You are making it almost impossible for them to bridge a gap because the difference between you is not skill necessarily or technique. It's just physical output. And I think that all combat sports should be on as even playing ground as possible. That's my two cents, and I'm out. Check me out, check me out at thomasmartialarts.com. I'm on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, uh, LinkedIn, all the places where you find stuff. But the most important thing, of course, is to please be kind to yourselves and each other.